are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Demon Slayer Manga Reading Club podcast, part of the Weird Science family of manga podcasts. As always, I am here with the banger, Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? Boom. What up, Chip? You are here. I would say that you're a bit of a gem as oh, well. And ding. when we end up getting into the Demon Slayer, oh. I always get excited because people are actually listening. Oh, my goodness <laughs> oh, gracious. We're not used to this. No, we're going to get into Chapter 18, Whoa. which is kind of a... You know, drawn out deal. You might look at it and say, okay, it's just a fight, a continuing mm-hmm. fight. We do get, I think, two really big things in this that open up the world, one of them, Ooh. and then ends up, you know, pretty much powering up a beloved character. Oh, but before goodness. we get into that, go over to Twitter at Weird Manga, follow us, we'll follow you back, and then go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga, so that you can get early access to our Manga Monday shows and a bunch of these reading club podcast also if you're not aware we have a reading club for every day of the week i'm not going to go through the list just yet but you can go and check them all out and get links in the show notes in our campsite file you can just click on that you'll see all those and hopefully everybody's listening because we do end up referencing some of the other shows as we go we probably shouldn't but we can't help ourselves but with That's all that gotta catch them all jim that is true Boom. just like the Yu-Gi-Oh. What? all right yes, indeed. Well, let's get into this what are we talking about luke well this week we have the demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba's chapter 18 the curse Ooh-wee. the curse it is and so at the end of last chapter I said, I don't know. I think that that y- Yahaba, he might have been beheaded. He might have been taken down, and indeed he was. Uh-oh. He ends up, his head, he lost his head. Look, <laughs> He's there. But again, he's a demon, pretty powerful demon we saw, even with that eyeball kind of popping out. It's very horrific oh, if yeah. you look at it. But he's still yelling. He's still screaming oh, at Shanjiro. And at the one point, basically says, if I'm going down, so are you and suddenly eight million arrows sticking in out up down everywhere in tanjiro who just looks down at him like i'm screwed i'm in big trouble i thought what this would do immediately is just rip him apart yeah like are they going through because like that's that's a lot of holes the idea that it looks like these arrows kind of get in line they're queuing up they are and ready, what are they, waiting for the queen? Jeez. They end up where they're going to do all this stuff around being de- Hashtag the queen. You Top end up here, though, where he decides what he has to do to fight this is to just use a series of combating techniques. Combo he even thinks boots. to himself at the beginning that it wasn't the power of his water technique that ended up being the big tell and the big way to end up decapitating, beheading. Yahaba, it was actually that it was working with the momentum of the deal. And we saw that last chapter. So when he ends up doing this, he's just really quickly and and a lot of effort has to combat everything going on, including using water surface splash as he goes at the end of all this hitting a wall. And I again, 
I think that in this, there are parts that get a little lost, mainly because it's in black and white, especially when he's doing these surface splashes. Mm -hmm. Because when you have a surface splash on, say, a brick wall, it almost looks like it's part of the brick and dust and dirt flying out. You don't really get. Now, they say it, so you have to go. I, I really would like to see the water. That's why I think things like this with the water attacks and the water techniques probably do work out better in the anime. I think that that would be something Pretty. that you can go. But we see what he's doing, and he's doing a good job of it. He's he's exhausted. He says, I've never strung that many of those techniques in a row. So he says at the end, when it's Whirlpool going with the flow, boom, he lands on the ground. He has a broken leg. He's got broken ribs. Tanjiro in all of this, I, I guess in all of the things you could say that Itadori might have taken a bit more trouble. I mean, he died. That's, that's pretty bad. If we're looking at like long term pain, like over, like if you add up Boulder Mountain, if you add up everything, like Tanjiro, he's been through the ringer so I'm many saying, times. He's been through the ringer, and like he keeps getting beaten up. He <laughs> keeps getting just knocked around. And it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I know, know? <laughs> and he still is. I mean, even at this point, he'll never give up. Maybe he should. I don't know. And maybe. <laughs> I mean, I would have by now. Seriously, you think I would have gotten off a of Boulder Mountain? No way. We, we'd have long hair like Herbert's. Oh, at that point, I'm just, you know, begging the ghost kids to just be nice to please. me because they'd probably be yelling at me by this point. But he ends up where, again, you said he doesn't give up. So broken ribs, his legs broken. He crawls over to his sword because he dropped his sword. He can't even pick up the sword. Now, luckily, you're right when we were discussing this earlier. He picks up the sword by the hilt in his mouth. He's not even getting up. I thought he picked it up by the blade, and that always freaks me out. Uh I've talked about it. I think it was the Dragon Ball uh, Manga Reading Club podcast that I talked about. I don't like people when they put the knives in their mouths because I think they're going to slice up things, especially when you do it like, you know, kind of like a pirate where they like to bite because they're bad, but they put it in with the blade and then screw that. So he ends up where he can't even because he's crawling. But like, why is he going to do like? I don't know. Mouth attack. I wasn't worried when you know you were using your hands, but now you got the teeth. Oh, yeah, Jeez. yeah, really. I love it where he'd have this in his mouth. He's like, man, this is uncomfortable. I see what Nezuko's all upset <laughs> about all the time. But he does it like, what is he going to do on guard? But he's like mumbling because the blade is in his mouth. I think I, if I had a katana. I think he can still hold it and crawl. Use the fingers. You can hold it and like crawl with him, but he has it in his mouth. There just you go. to show what an effort. And so all of this, all this stuff, broken leg. He has broken ribs. He's got to put, and I'm telling you, that's probably like doesn't taste great. No, you know, that whole not. deal. So that awful taste in your mouth. He still only thinks of other people still and not it. even just Nesuko. He actually thinks of Yashiro and Tomeo as well. Because he's worried about them. So that's what he's doing. He's crawling. It's going to take him a while. This is not like, and even when he gets there, again, what is the big attack when he gets there? Because he's just going to collapse. He might just pass out before he even gets there. All you have to do is, I don't care, demon, little baby, maybe a dog. You go up and kick him in the face. Done. Activate every plan. Dental, all that. But he's there trying to do it. Exactly, exactly. R.I.P. <laughs> Hashtag the queen. But you end up then when you go back to this, you go back to, as we said, who Tameo and Yashiro and, and Nezuko are fighting, mainly Nezuko mm-hmm. uh, fighting Susamaru. So- and, and also just to say, this seems like 
Yahaba, RIP as well. Yeah, Yahaba bailed. Yahaba's done. done. Almost like in my mind, all those last arrows are almost like a suicide bombing type deal. Pretty like, much. I'm going to take everybody down Please, when sorry. I go down. But he didn't. You have crawling, sword in mouth, Tanjiro going over to see how and where. The Tamari ball game Whoa. is the hottest. The place where the Tamari ball game is the hottest and right here. The hottest here. is just the other side of the house, but it's going <laughs> to take him a while. Now, in this, I laugh because you have Susamaro, who I'm starting to actually like a little. I have to admit, I know that not many people are going to say that. It doesn't last very long. Though. But seriously, <laughs> at, at the one point, she starts getting mad at Nezuko and actually says, like, Mari for the Tamari ball. The and I think that that's when you really start really getting into it. When you have nicknames oh, yeah. for the that's things, but rivals do it. Oh yeah, Mary. that's what what happens. So you end up having Susamaro, Sus indeed. She ends up okay. We're gonna finish this, and she's gonna finish it with you know her Tamari ball. And we already saw that Nezuko, not thinking great, thinks it's kickball or thinks it's just you know this Kamari game mm-hmm. where when it was thrown she kicked it. Well, you end up having Susamaro do this again, and really with little fanfare at first. And I thought it was very odd. You have Nezuko kick the ball back, Whoa. and her leg's still there. So you start wondering, what's the deal? Did that leg, what's because up? remember, she ended up losing her leg. She did not bend it like back. No, she didn't. Now it's just straight up. And Tameo had given her a shot that ended up speeding up her regeneration power, and she ended up growing back that leg. And the reason why you ended up having Tameo say that she needed to do that at first was because Nezuko's never eaten human flesh So as a demon That gives you no You know, you're really low on the totem pole of powers And your regeneration, your healing factor is really low You're ending up really What they're saying is you haven't really Like consecrated the marriage here You you haven't gone to bed With the human (laughs) flesh yet So you can get a So that's the big play here And probably, you know, you, you get the idea That's the play of why Eventually, she'd be able to possibly be turned back into being human. She ends she up. She hasn't sealed the deal. It's over. Yeah, she hasn't sealed the deal. So you end up where? What's the deal? And you do end up having Tameo and Yashiro kind of confused. Like, how's this happening? What's going on? Tameo maybe jumping to conclusions. I don't know, but says, "Listen, it was not the shot. It wasn't the drug that I gave her. That would never do this. But it seems that Nezuko, without eating human flesh," has up the Annie. She's increased her power. Now, I ask you this right here. Does this make much sense? Because Yashiro got hit with that ball. His head came clear off. It wasn't as if they got hit by the ball. Oh, we're demons, you know, who have tasted the flesh. But this ends up Did in my mind. Did he get a shot too? I don't, I don't know. Don't, I'm thinking the idea, like really playing the idea. This is really an upgrade. This is a heck of an upgrade, almost saying, He's kind of getting past us, but they it's Power very up. subtle. You know what I mean? It's not like they're that they're more confused. Yeah, right? they're just bringing this up on the side. But like, meanwhile, we see like a definite power boost from Nezuko. And not really like we're still kind of left up in there with what's going on. We don't really know. Now, so with that, what I want to then ask you, because we never really talked about this, Susamaro is attacking them with the Tamari ball. When they got hit, beheading, boom. It doesn't seem to affect her, though. No. She ends up, she's able to throw it. It ends up going and hitting it. So it's almost as if saying to me, like, she's getting towards their level, which we've already seen and been told that they're very high up 12 keys as well. Keys. Yeah, <laughs> the 12 keys. So 
I think that this is way more important and bigger than we actually realize at this point because of how laid back they're kind of going with the it. Fact the fact that idea. it is just so like nonchalant is kind of throws you off though, you know? Yeah, like, it does. It, it is because this seems like this should be huge, but it's just kind of, oh, she can kick the ball now. Okay. Yeah, and that's what it all boils down to, yeah. which is kind of funny. It's just, oh, she can kick the ball now. I'm like, okay. And at first I thought, did they mess up? But they didn't. But it's like, really? So you end up having this, but even then, the kick and where it really gets, Susamaru doesn't really react as much as I thought she would either, Mm. because she's there attacking him with this thing. Now, she does end up where when Nezuko really goes to town and smashes through that wall, she does open her eyes wide, but maybe she doesn't want to say too much, because that would end up, you know, almost giving props to your enemy. But that's when she says, this time I'll throw the Mari. I'll look at you with your nicknames. I mean, seriously, I'm like, ooh, now we're serious. And I think that is maybe maybe the play. Now it's got the hottest. It's the hottest. I'm going to throw it with my full strength. And this is also a thing that in anything manga comics that always makes me laugh is that idea that you haven't been attacking. Why not just go full strength? Last time it it. was only 72%. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, why not go 100 every time? (laughs) You know what happens when you do that? You win. Whoa. That's the deal. Crazy. Oh, I'm going to go full power. Oh, my God. And you end up having another thing that's weird that I'll ask you by the end because the idea, oh, the girl of the 12 Kazuki, do you know the truth about Kibutsuji? Kibutsuji. I always go by moves on smooth operator. Every time I see it, it scrambles up. So that's the big play here. She ends up throwing out Muzan's name, the head guy. Now, this is the thing that shocks her the most. Like, this is more than kicking the, the Mari. This is the big deal now. And this is one of those things that I think, first read, you are kind of off balance here of what's happening. Second read, you're like, oh, crap, this, this is huge. Big and deal. really explains stuff because she's jolted out of this. This mm-hmm. ends up, and I do think at this point, Tomeo says this because she's pretty sure full strength with the Mari ball <laughs> is going to take down Nezuko. She's oh, yeah. afraid that she's going to kill him. So this is last ditch effort of stopping this. Mm-hmm. Hey, you like the smooth operator, do you? You like the Moza and Kibutsuji? What? What would you know about it? And this is good because I do think that what Tomeo is saying is 100% correct, but she's also trying to trick. Oh, there's uh, so tomorrow, yeah. So she's like, you know what? That man is terrified of things. He's a coward. And she, no, no, be quiet, you witch! Shut your mouth! How dare you say oh. that? Where, where's Greta? Where she gets so, off? How dare you? Oh no, no, you, you get it though, right? Because he never wants us to team up. And what I think this could have been played out a little better because, in fact, this was a team up. <laughs> when you end up, I mean, Yahaba, he died, but it is a team up. I mean, there's like twelve of them. Kizukis all together. So I don't know what's Two going on there. Up. So I think that what she's saying, you know why he doesn't want us all to get together at once. Like everybody. Whoa. like Because he's a coward. Because not that he thinks we're too overpowered or you guys are too good or whatnot. He's afraid. He's afraid that you will end up turning on him. He's a coward through and through. You have been, you know, fooled all this. Now, while that's going on, you don't realize, and neither does Sustamaro, that she is setting up a spell. She's oh, yeah. setting up pretty much the, um, well, it's the magical aroma of daylight, oh. which is a truth spell that makes you kind of almost like it, it's like the truth serum, but may also be like when you're drunk. You know, when you get your Spill loose lips. the beans itis. 
and you say things you because it does end up making you kind of your inhibitions, your your things that you're trying not to give out, you give out. Oh. And what it is is Kubitsuji is oh. and then oh, and that's from Sasamaro. She ends up then, you know, putting her hands, she one of her many it. hands over her mouth, and then starts going, Oh my god. There's a weird and I think maybe the disconnect for me the first time is you then explain the magical aroma of daylight spell. I actually thought that you could have just done this by continuously riling up Susamaro, but it seems like Dude, there's really me. there's a lot of layers to what this is because yeah. these demons, they're cursed. They're cursed with not being able, or if they do, they're in big trouble telling the name of Muzan. They're not allowed to say his name, which in a really good way goes back to what we had before. When you had the triplicate, you know, demon going yeah. and Tanjiro's desperately. And, and really, remember, the whole play was Tanjiro was going to go demon to demon and ask, who's the big guy? Who's They would have never been able to tell him. They, that would have been a dead end. He's really lucky that he ran into Tameo and Yashiro. So in that, you end up having that layer of going back. When the member that that demon said, I can't, I, I can't Literally. tell you. We said at the one point that we thought, oh, we get it. If you tell... He'll come and get you. He'll mm-hmm. come and search out and go. No, no, no. It's it's more than that. There's a this curse is like on like Suicide them. Squad. Yeah, yeah. Boom. It's basically boom. You're you're done if you end up saying his name out loud. Was all name. of a sudden you're gonna have arms and legs coming out your mouth. It's what it, I mean. This is horrific. Yeah. Did they sign up for this on the contract? I guess they. Entirely. I guess they. I guess they knew about it because even then you end up having Sisamaro, and I thought that it was really really cool where she ends up. You know, knowing what she had done, she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then you end up having Tomeo say, you said his name, that's triggering the curse. I pity you, but I had no choice. You end up having Susamaro, please forgive me. For She's not talking to, you know, Tomeo. She, she's talking to Mozan. She's desperately so. trying to get this. So please, you know, don't do it to me. Don't knows what's coming. And it's horrific. Jeez. And so that's where and that's where Tanjiro just shows up. I think that at that point, the hilt of the sword is in his mouth to, to prevent the throw up. I'm telling you, this is disgusting. And now we see, like we said, we see why earlier that demon could not say anything. Now, in that, there's the other layer Whoa. in my mind because Tomeo says his name. She says it yeah. right up and says it out. So with that being the runaway, with this being the side deal... It's interesting to figure out or see what that really is and, and what she did. What's the monkey paw there? Because, yeah, she says his name out loud right well, away. She says her name and she knows what happens to other demons when they say the name. So, like, the fact that she sets this up and knowing what's going to happen, like, she's pretty hardcore. And she's not cursed in that deal, which she's a demon. And she was, she's, so it's kind of a neat idea to show you. She's not in his sway anymore, whatever nope. the case may be. But she does say, girl of the 12 Kazuki, do you know the truth about Kabutsuji? And says his name right out. And that's the thing. I think that when you get that jolt from it, it says jolt. And you oh, yeah. see that throws her. I think it throws her hearing that name out loud being said by a demon who is saying it with no fear of a curse. That's pretty crazy. And that's a really cool moment in that. And that's very subtle. Like with the... with. With the uh, Nezuko thing and the legs, strength, whatever. This one works well. Yeah, in this, when we get to the end, because pretty much then, that's it. You end up having 
you know, Tenshiro finally get there crawling. Comes in for the horror show. I mean, he has one good. He could have hopped around, I guess. But <laughs> he could have used like the sword as like a little like walking stick. I don't know, hobble along. Going along the ground would hurt your ribs too. I this guy's tough. He's tough, but he's not thinking it through, really. I'd hop on the one leg. It's going to hurt. Anything's going to hurt. Maybe he likes the pain. I don't know Maybe what happened up a boulder about. No, Maybe she's it's very odd. But uh, <laughs> he goes and sees this horrific deal. But yeah, and, and I do like even that little deal with Tameo knew what was going to happen. She had yeah. to do it. This was going to be that they, you know, going to kill Nezuko, going to kill them. She had to do this and then feels bad for it. Because oh, yeah. I do think that all in all, she sees, you know, she is a demon, but she's the runaway. She got away from Muzan, it seems. But she knows, like, some of the things that these demons, they're not really, you know, at one point was just a person. Now, unfortunately, ends up being a demon. And now this is your end. I think that she has said, and it gives you a little layer of her character, too, that she's not gloating. I mean, if she went over, started teabagging Susamaro, you'd be like, yeah, I don't know about this. Also, though, you got that cool deal with Yashiro last chapter of him being sus. <laughs> like, maybe we should just get out of here. So I like the little, in, in these fight chapters, you're still getting this character work. Oh, it's yeah. Actually, it's starting to build. And once I saw that connection of, oh, that's why they can't, that's why that, that demon before couldn't say his name, I'm like, all right, things are starting to really click here. The idea of Nezuko has increased her power. That's really cool. We got to see what that's about. And I want to know way more about Tameo as well. So. And we're getting rules. We're getting rules of being World a demon, building. things like that. Yeah, so it's a really, it took, I'm telling you, my score went up at least a point and a half on Ooh. on the second read. Because then I realized, oh my God. You saw the layers. I thought it was a banger. Uh, continuing our week of bangers, oh, but boom. what would you give it? I liked it. I mean. I think I like, I like this book more than you is oh, one of the things. So I goodness. expect to be higher. Yeah, probably. We're still doing the fight and I'm kind of sick of the fight at this stage. But you're right, we do have a lot more going on this time around. And I, I don't really care too much about it. water wheels and all this like that. When we kicked off of that again, okay, while he's doing all the world pulls, good for him. And then eating his sword on the way home, that's great. Uh, but really, it's the interesting things here with the subtlety going on with Nezuko and her magic power-up. And we don't know how that works. And then the big deal with the curse and same smooth operator, he who must not be named, oh and the results of that, the really gnarly results, and like the control that he has over every demon, uh, and how Tomeo is able to uh, kind of avoid that, that's what's really interesting. Really, Tomeo and less Yushiro, because uh, he's, he's just kind of tagging along for the ride, but like, this has been a very interesting addition. To the whole world and really add into the layers and the world building that we have going on here. So, um, yeah, I think it's a banger. I don't think probably not as big a banger as you think, Jim, but I think it's a solid chapter. I'm going to go 8.2 out of 10. 8. I'm going to go 9. I'm going to go 9 out of 10. Geez. Not my favorite chapter so far this week, which is pretty crazy, but I'm going 9 because those are big things. And I want to know. The idea of Nezuko, another layer of that, I think, is that idea that is this showing that she's getting further and further away from humanity mm. with this power up? Because when they say, oh, you eat the flesh, then you power up, you get stronger. So is this just the idea? And I don't know that they, any of them would know of a demon that has been able to pretty much survive all this time. This is years. You know, you forget that because of those time jumps. 
that she's been a demon without eating anything. And now she suddenly, seemingly after she regenerates that leg, is upping the ante, ends mm. up going, which might be one of those things that wink, wink, we need that coming up because she's going to get beat up and things and you're going to need that Raise healing. But stinks. is this going to be something that they're very concerned about because of the idea does power up mean more and more demon or is this something new because she is so different but mm. we'll end up seeing but yeah nine out of ten and again at Fire. one point i was probably like an eight probably so i went up about a point i wasn't as low as a seven I think five. as far as this like fight's been going this is probably one of the strongest chapters we've had yeah and that's the problem though you still have that fight so it sets you in that mood of oh here we go again we go what are again. we gonna do but i thought that some of these were huge oh, yeah. going forward so i really did like that and before we go before Ooh. we go, Luke, we have an email. Ooh, an email, and if anybody wants to email, we don't really push it too much on these reading clubs yet. But if you want to email us in, do that at weirdsciencemanga at gmail.com. Trust that easy. It's all in the show notes as well. Mm-hmm. But this is from Anna Mollux. It says, author of Demon Slayer. Hey, Jim and Luke, what I'm about to say actually has little to do with the author of Demon Slayer, but the what? manga industry as a whole. So bear with me. Like the author of Death Note, Kuyahura oh. Gotalji, the author of Demon Slayer, is unknown. I think the, the name is still unknown earlier oh. that I just tried to say. Nobody really knows who they are. And something more specific the person who saved Japan. is that no one is sure what gender they oh, are. So have been a lot of strong rumors that they might be a woman. But mm. it's discouraged any discussion about their gender. And we talked about this even on the past Manga Monday show mm-hmm. about it. And I referenced this email. So that's the deal. They are very secretive at points yeah. with that. I'm and uh, I wonder, like the idea, like back in the day, you would have done this even in Western comics. You would oh. have had a woman who was scared to actually have, you know, you had a lot of this going on where they mm-hmm. assume uh, a male name. Because they're afraid they would kind of be pushed aside, and I, I wonder why still. Why is it? I, yeah, I don't know. Like privacy is a big thing. I don't know if there's still a stigma because you still have like you know this is uh, well, Demon Slayer is a Shonen Jump title, and it was huge. But like yeah. maybe they have the idea that oh, a woman can't write a Shonen Jump title. But that's baloney. It is baloney. If it's a banger, it's a banger. Maybe it is a cultural privacy type thing as well. Mm. I, I don't, but manga authors in Japan. Oh, here we go. <laughs> See, this is why. Why do we talk out of it? Manga authors in Japan take their privacy very seriously oh, to yes. the point that almost all of them aren't even using their real names. Whoa. Sorry to get dark here, but it was recently revealed after his death that Kazuki uh, Takahashi, editor or author of Yu-Gi-Oh, mm-hmm. which we mentioned uh, earlier, wasn't his real name. Practically oh. nobody knew his real name except close family members, and that I, I respect that. Wow, you kind of want to keep your, you know, your private life separate mm-hmm. and things like that. That's why that's the one thing. And just as an aside, just a weird, crazy deal. We that's go. the only stipulation that Tanya told me when oh. I started the podcast. For some reason, she does not want anybody to know what I look like. I don't know if she's doing <laughs> me a favor or doing the listeners a favor. I don't know. I think she saw the shorts and sweater combos. I mean, we don't need that out there. In her mind, she thinks that that's the setup of me getting targeted by a serial killer. That that's It's crazy, but that's what she thinks. Uh, so with that, though, thank you, Anna Mullix. And maybe the next time I should you know, read first and know maybe. what you're going to talk about. I don't know. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Once again, go to the Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us, we'll follow you back. And 
go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga. Early access to the shows, all that stuff. We're going to add something, some big, big stuff coming down the pike, I hear. Uh, and also with that, again, the email is weird science manga at gmail.com. Hopefully I've edited this mess that we just did <laughs> all together in a nice, neat package. Easy. That is it. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. And talk to you later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.